This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Thank you for choosing the Dine Local ST podcast. Visit DineLocalST.com for the latest in restaurant offerings. Here's your host, Nick Shenton. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome. It is time for another episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Nick Shinton. And today we got a special, very special show for you. Later, the creators of Palette and Palette are going to be with us to tell us all about their new vegan dinner series. We got a farmer's market report with Joe Herman. We've got San Diego Restaurant Week, only about a little bit more, a little bit less than a month away, starting the 22nd of September. So start marking your calendars now and go to San Diego Restaurant Week.com for all the latest offerings. But without further ado, let's get into a farmer's market report with Joe Herman, the leader of the farmer's market team at Specialty Produce. Joe, what is happening in the farmer's market? What's happening in the farmer's market? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're in late August, which is nice. So uh, stone fruits kind of, it seems to be winding down. We're just getting a lot of late season um, plums. Uh, the O'Henry peaches which everyone's been anticipating are in. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Those are coming from They're Regeer. Yellow or white? They're yellow, mm-hmm. yellow peach. Uh, from Regeer, Family Farms, he has them. Uh, and then a handful of other farms have that as well. Uh, last week for Andy's Orchard. So if you want your green gauge plums, get them now. Dude, those were ridiculous. Yeah. Past two years, not ridiculous. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, but I mean, that thing, it, it was smaller than I imagined, and it was way sugar packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the amount of sugar, it, it was the highest bricks of any piece of stone fruit I've right. tasted the whole season by far to me. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm sensitive to like really sweet things, and that thing was just like toe curling sweet. Yeah. No, they were, they were phenomenal. And we're going to get a small amount in, the, uh, this Wednesday, and that'll mm-hmm. be that, and we'll say goodbye to Andy's. And there's, uh, and are they naturally that soft? It's like you know, not much firm to it. You know, pretty. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty firm at first. So, uh, some of the ones we get, we get the number twos as well, uh, just for you know, for jams and things I mean, like that. Whatever sorbets or ice cream, something like that for the chefs. But and then the firmer ones are, they're just as sweet. They're mm-hmm. just firmer. They're they just haven't ripened up. Speaking of stone fruit, I saw some blood peaches in there. Yeah, some uh, Indian blood peaches. So. Uh, you know, as Andy's leaves, uh, Penryn Orchard Specialties has arrived at the market. Mm-hmm. That's Jeff Rieger. And he's he's got the, the Indian blood peaches. He's the only one who has them. And elephant heart plums as well. Now, is that – is the Indian – okay, so the Indian blood peaches have those hints in red of it. Do the August flames also have those little bits of red in it? Or is that just like a – Yeah, some – yeah, um, a lot of the yellow peaches will have uh, – they'll have that, like, uh, blush in there. Mm-hmm. Not Maybe it's not as – intense as the indian blood peach but it's you know it's good and then you know the blood peach they're they're great they're definitely fuzzy on the outside Mm -hmm. um but they're beautiful to look at and they're and they're tasty cool so and then you know we we're seeing uh asian pears from them as well uh we got the kosui's transition right into fall right in i mean it's all it's all falls it's definitely peeking its head in uh hosui's chojuro's those are coming in and then so asian pears first are you seeing any europeans yes bartlett's so and then and and Penryn Orchards, uh, they're the only one that comes to the market with. Uh, they might be some of the only ones in like the main grower in California for European pears for, as far as a small farm. Now those Bartlets, I remember last year they had just like these really unique hints of cinnamon and nutmeg mm-hmm. and and pie spices like all over yeah. them. Is that how they're tasting this year? I haven't had. A I haven't tasted them yet. Okay, I just take Jeff's word for it. 
at this point, and yeah. then we'll taste them on Wednesday. So they're coming Wednesday. They're coming Wednesday. And then, I mean, you know, we're going to be followed up by uh, persimmons not too long after that, and yeah. it's going to happen. So we're excited. Hard squashes are, are coming in. You know, they've hardened up over the summer. Now, I saw a couple in the market, and they almost look like a Korean melon. Was that a Korean melon? Oh, or was that there uh, is little Korean melons that okay. look like a little squash. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I didn't – I just – Caught it out of the corner of my eye and couldn't tell which one it was. So we're still seeing the end of that summer melon season. I do. Yeah. I mean, you got a couple of different varieties of melons in there, don't you? Yeah, sure. The uh, the honey loaves and the rocky sweets have gone out, but uh-huh. we have the ananas, which are kind of peaking now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, a lot of cantaloupe varieties, uh, ambrosia, and then the lambkins are still going strong, also known as peel de sapo. So those are going. The grapes are, are still good. Everything's... Champagne still, grapes? Sh- champagne grapes have gone out. Uh, that, was, that was the last week for them. We still have a few in the cooler, mm-hmm. but uh, we're, we're in the Concords and a lot of the Muscat varieties. Uh, we have a wonderful uh, green Muscat variety. Really? That's super crunchy. I think it's IGF 39 from Murray Family Farms. There's no official name yet. Uh, finger grapes have appeared. Okay. So those are also a green elongated Muscat. That look, they look like little fingers. You know, As long as everything's bricks and high and it's sweet... Um, you got a lot of cool textures, yeah, acidities and sweetnesses on those grapes. So super cool, yeah. All right, um, one more thing, right? We saw some tropicals in there, passion fruit passion. and dragon fruit, passion fruit and dragon fruit. Yeah, super cool. And Valen- Valencia's pride mangoes, Valencia pride mangoes, also yeah from Wong Farms. Great crop this year, still going. Those things good. are stupid good, stupid good. I Everything mean, about them. Yeah, I, I you know I. There's something you know, I'm not really into mangoes, and I definitely don't like papaya. Like, not right. two of my favorite flavors, but I mean, those Valencia Pride mangoes. I mean, that'll change your whole way of thinking about mango flavor for I sure. Mean, it's just like when they're when such they're a good, treat. they're good. They're almost coconutty, a little vanilla in there. Yeah, so it's complex, just, and the texture—it's just mm-hmm. all around. What the skin is edible? Really, so, yeah. I didn't know that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go take a bite out of one like an apple. Right. And more of those on Wednesday, too? More of those on Wednesday from Wong Farms. All the passion fruit has been coming in strong. Coral's tropical fruit. Uh, we're getting the, the red dragon fruit from um, Wallace Farms. That's up in Bonsall, you know. And then uh, finally, we got figs, our late season figs from mm-hmm. Fallbrook, from Ann Atkins at Rancho La Paz de Mi Corazon. And they're, they're dynamite. Just like I remember, remember them from Super last year. So. And those are the those are Black Mission figs. They're called the variety is called a they're a variety of Black Mission. It's called the Fallbrook Black Beauty. It's okay, its own but it, yeah, but it is a dark. It's a Black Mission. Fig, it's a Black yeah. Mission yeah. fig. But her variety, the Fallbrook, they're good. Black Beauty. They're jammy. They're sweet. And that you know the variegated and the Kadota has been super limited, right? Right, and she'll have variegated coming in. Okay, so we sit, we might get one last little flush of uh, right. some we variegated. Sh- we should, and then uh, yeah, moving right into fall, and then we'll, we'll be in fall, and then apples. Seen a lot of apples as well now. All the early season apples, uh, Sea Canyon, which is uh, Cerrone Farms, and then obviously uh, Fair Hills Apple Farm, and then not too long uh, Kuyama Apple Orchards will be there as well. Wow. So excited. Yeah, so all kinds of stuff in the farmer's market, guys. Uh, go out and visit your local restaurants to check out all the different applications of, you know, these late summer amazing specimens and these early fall treats as well. All right, guys, coming up in just a second, we got the creators of Palette and Palette, a brand new vegan dinner series coming on to chat with us. Stay tuned. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, it is time for the main ingredient here on the Dying Local San Diego podcast, and we are so lucky to have the founders of Palette and Palette today. Uh, that is going to be a vegan meal series that is going to be at different properties around San Diego and the really unique uh, collision of art and food. So here to tell us all about that, we have Jason Ford and Stephanie May. Uh, welcome, you guys. Good morning. Thank you nice so much. Nice to be here. So let's, uh, real quick, now, Jason, I know you through the OMG Hospitality Group. So you're also That's one correct. of the chefs up at um, Union Kitchen and Tap in Encinitas, right? That's correct. And so this is something you're kind of working with a little bit on your spare time, but still a little bit influenced by that restaurant. Because you guys, I know you guys have been really diligent in adding some vegan options up there, and you're kind of the guy to do it, right? Absolutely. Um, worked with uh, the corporate chef, Dan. England, mm-hmm. and um, we're really excited to have some new menu items actually starting today. Lots of different vegan options and a whole section dedicated on the menu just to that. Uh, a great selection on on the food truck as well. And, so that's another thing. Another new concept mm-hmm. from OMG Hospitality and the Union Kitchen Group is going to be a, the Union Food Truck. Super excited about that. It's beautiful. And so you're going to have vegan options on there too. That's correct. Awesome. Uh, now, is that something that is going to be mostly event-based, or is it going to be heading towards, uh, I don't know, like, is there a place where I could find that on the daily? Or? So, yeah, we want to use it a lot for um, catering events, but for the most part during the weekends, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be at a different location in PB. So right now, it's um, uh, we just rolled it out a few weeks ago, and it's, it's really going really well. Super cool. Super cool. And so that kind of leads us to why you're here today. So you're taking this passion for, you know, I, let me go out on a limb here. Are you vegan? I'm not vegan. You're not vegan. Okay. But, but you're passionate about it. I am. I, I, I think it forces a chef to be a little more creative mm-hmm. um, and, you know, wanted to, to create an experience uh, that had options, uh, you know, better options here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't want to create a menu that tried to you know, make it seem like something that it wasn't, you know, no fake meat or anything like that. Yeah, it's yeah. real true ingredients, um, local stuff from farmers. And we're really excited about it. So let's talk about this event. Cause one of the things when you were describing to me, describing it to me, I really was intrigued because of this, this confluence of both art and, you know, cuisine. And I think that they, you know, I think cuisine itself is an art. And I think to have an artistic expressive evening, with a purpose and meaning behind it is such a cool way to entertain people. Because, you know, when I I think of dinner, I think of it as the experience. And to have this unique setting, this unique dinner series with this, these pieces of art, that seems like such a cool experience. So, Stephanie, can you tell me a little bit about the art end of it? Absolutely. I mean, our whole passion with this project is that we want to enliven the senses. And mm-hmm. the best way to do that, I mean, you know, nose is where you get all these vivid imagery. And we wanted to make sure that we had the imagery there for you, too. This exquisite taste buds and all the sound and all the things that you love about a full you know, environment of art. So we're incorporating live music. We have a great local guitarist, Izzy Guitar. His name is Israel um, Moldonado. He's fantastic. He does, for specific, this pop-up event that we're having on Wednesday, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be on Sunset Cliffs. Um, We kind of have a little bit of a Baja inspiration uh, with this dinner specifically, and he is going to totally embody um, kind of 
Andres Segovia, who's this classical guitarist. He's super inspired by that kind of genre of music. And we're going to be bringing five courses of artwork that is inspired by the food and then five courses of food that is inspired by the art. And so this is really a collaborative project between me, Jason, and my really good friend, Jana Aguelas, who mm -hmm. works for Double Standard Downtown. And she's phenomenal. She's such an incredible chef. I'm really excited. She really hones in on the whole vegan creativity. She's phenomenal as well as Jason. I mean, they're both an amazing. So uh, five courses paired with five pieces of art. Absolutely. Now, is this art that's going to be you're producing on the spot or these? What, tell me more about, about that. It's going to be takeaway artwork. Mm -hmm. um, in the future, we'd love to have a live artist. I think for this first one, we're keeping it pretty simple. Um, I don't want to give too much away. But if you <laughs> if you join us this Wednesday, you'll get to see fantastic plated artwork with the plated food. Mm -hmm. And you get to take all five pieces of artwork home with you. So. Yeah. It's really great. And the name of this, again, is Palette Palette. Palette Palette. Palette Palette. Palette like the French artist palette first, and mm -hmm. palette like your mouth. Palette like the French <laughs> artist first, palette like your mouth. And for those of you who have trouble spelling like I do, uh, we're going to tag both your Instagram handle in the podcast as well as your um, I'm sorry, your Facebook on this Facebook Live thing. So if you guys want more information about it, that's the best way to reach you guys, right? Instagram or Facebook yes. for Palette Palette. Super cool. So in, in, we talked about this being a series. Are we looking for like a monthly kind of event, by you know, uh, every couple months? I mean, when do you see this? How do you see this taking off? Yeah. Well, this is the first one. Mm -hmm. And um, we're excited by the group of people that have already come on board to buy tickets. It's mm -hmm. a really mix of, you know, different cultures, different generations. Um, so we just want to see how it goes. We'd like to do it uh, at least once a month. Mm -hmm. um, and if the response is there, we'll, we'll do it twice. And our second, yeah, our second one's already lined up for October 2nd, which is also a Wednesday. It's always kind of a midweek thing. So I think that's the best time for those kind of dining events. You know, mm -hmm. the weekends are, you know, great for going out and partying, mm -hmm. but like to really get a memorable attention, even, and I just think the weeknights are I don't know. a little bit more intimate yeah, too. Totally. You know, and it's supposed to be kind of just low key, really nice community event where people can talk and and talk about what they're what's important to them. And I think that's what really springs up with art and great music and great food, and that's what it's all about. So, why the choice to make this vegan then this event? Yeah, um, you know, honestly, recently for me, I've been so inspired by what's going on, um, just with all the passion and as far as environmental issues go, and just with the Amazon on fire, we just really thought that this is kind of a fun way to kind of introduce to some people who may not necessarily be vegan. We want to offer some food that is really super flavor packful, you know, special pre specialty produce has the best um, selection and we want to highlight how gorgeous summer uh, ingredients are. And that's why we're doing kind of this tribute to summer yeah. end of dinner event. And, and yeah. And, and the whole idea too, is for it to be a B corporation. We're really passionate about how, knowledgeable and how conscious people are spending their money. And, and that's a big component of Palette Palette that we haven't really talked about, actually. So how many seats total for this dinner? Um, right now, we're at 25. Wow. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a great size. Still intimate enough to have conversations and mm -hmm. meet interesting people, but big enough that there's going to be a couple different interesting people there, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And for me as a chef, like, the vegan inspiration is kind of uh, personal, you know, like, I grew up in fine dining restaurants. We've both been in, in the industry for a long time um, for most of our professional careers. And I've had the bone marrow and the duck liver, and I'm done with that kind of indulgence stuff. Mm -hmm. And it just feels better to eat this way, to eat clean yeah. and, and healthy. Um, 
But something that we're super excited about is uh, giving back to Chula's mission. And Stephanie can talk about that a little yeah, bit more. So I met the founders of Chula's Mission about four years ago. They're two women who started a nonprofit that does cooking, therapy, and wellness and nutrition for young girls who have lost their mothers. And it's just such a cool way for them to bond together mm-hmm. over a shared experience and really learn about nutrition and, and learn how to kind of provide that good base ground for the rest of their life. You know, it's just such a cool, cool local San Diego nonprofit. Chula's Mission is so beautiful, really beautiful mission. Awesome. Where can people find out more information about that? Chulasmission.org. Chulasmission.org. And also on Instagram, Chulasmission. Chulasmission. Beautiful mission. All right. Totally. I love, uh, you know, I think, you know, for me, food is such a healing thing. And, you know, when people, you know, do events that are, again, centered around art or charity, you know, and there's meaning behind the food. I just feel like it becomes such more of a memorable event and some, such more of a meaningful thing. And, uh, you know, the power of food to be able to connect and bond people and to heal people, I think, is something that can never be understated. I agree. And, and well it's super said. cool that you guys are putting that, you know, using those kinds of things to highlight your event and give your event life, which is, you know, I think the recipe for a really, really cool event that's going to be a staple here in San Diego for time to come. Appreciate that. Awesome. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us on this episode of the Dine Local San Diego podcast. Again, if you need want more information about this brand new vegan dinner series, go to Palette Palette, both on Instagram and on Facebook. And that'll do it for us, guys. Thanks. See you soon. (laughs) 